What's up, everyone? How's it going? Back in the 80s, right? Which is where we are tonight, right? These, this is the 80s. Uh, I'm here joined by my friend, John. How's it going, John? How's it going, Gabe? Another John. week of inspection. We're ready to talk about some awesome movies that you've probably never heard of or probably forgot yes. about. And I think this week we might have taken it too far. Um, or or this one or either with the one with all the views, and you can tell because we have zero people watching right now. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm sure people will join when they hear uh, about these movies a bit more. Um, how did this happen, John? I think I think I was watching Mannequin just randomly, and yeah. you were watching uh, Batteries Not Included, and I think yeah. one of us texted like, "Hey, have you seen this one? No, but I'm watching this other one. Oh, let's just review those." Um, so <laughs> That's kind of how it always happens for yeah. us. Is like, oh, let's randomly, what is in John and Gabe's like random week of of film watching? So, yeah, what's in our brains? That's what we're gonna be reviewing. You know, today a landmark deal uh, where AT and T is kind of like um, not being not being hands on with with Warner Media. I don't know if you saw. They're gonna yeah, like, they're, go they're splitting it all up, and, and it's gonna be like Discovery, HBO, and Warner and oh, all CNN, that stuff, CNN, CNN, all the Warner Empire, Warner Media Empire, Time, I think, is in there as well. Yeah. Anyway, some people talk about that. We talk about a movie where a mannequin uh, becomes a real person in, in the night in a mall, and some tiny, tiny little mechanical aliens. Um, but John, let, let's get into like before we do that. Um, the '80s. I, I just, I, I found myself living you know, in the 80s more than I should. And I know many people did that with Stranger Things and, you know, Cobra Kai and like many things that have kind of like played on our love for the 80s. But yeah, it's just you watch these movies and they're just like so charming, unpretentious, uh, just for yeah, love I of mean, genre. Yeah. I don't think that as many movies were made in the 80s for like, film critics, right? Like, especially the two we're talking about today. Uh, these are not like critically acclaimed movies by any means. Although like, uh, I mean, mannequin has a, a cast in it that you would never believe. Um, which is still shocking to me. I was sitting on IMDb the entire time and I was like, is that Kim Cattrall? Is that this person? Um, so uh, that, that's a really good point. What's our favorite 80s movie? I mean, I, I don't know what my favorite 80s movie is. I probably couldn't tell you. I mean, I don't want to go with something so cliche as to say, like, uh, you know, Back to the Future or something. I mean, but, it's got to be Back to the Future. It's just it's where my brain goes. To. It's either Back it, it to the Future. It is immediately me. where my brain yes. goes. I yeah. to, to me, it's either Back to the Future or The Karate Kid. Karate Kid, uh, Breakfast Club is another good one. Uh, I, don't love the I know you've never seen risky business. I believe yeah. Top Gun was in the late eighties. Right. Must so be, I think that's yeah, up there. Yeah. Um, Days of Thunder, I think was in the early nineties. So that I mean, one doesn't really count. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back, Return of the right. Jedi, both in 1980s. Terminator. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot, the eighties had a lot of good movies and to, to really your point, Gabe, like they didn't try to be more than what they were. And like, yeah. this is something that I really want to like with both of these movies that we watched by today's standards, like no one would ever make these movies. Never, never. Like, these, these movies would never, like in this never way, they would never be made. Like the mannequin that comes to life would be an analogy from some sort of uh, social issue like poverty or race or, you know, they try to like make it 
and 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 they would make it like three degrees of complication you know yep. um and and batteries not included like also the aliens would have come from a planet that was destroyed and you know like yeah. here you don't even know if they're aliens i guess they are but you don't even know and like yeah 20 degrees of complication some sort of social analogy that is not needed they would never make these films right now they really um with both films like we don't want to spoil them because i don't think many people have seen them but both films do a great job at being just like popcorn flicks like anything else right they're not they they don't need in-depth analysis so like i think this is going to be a pretty i won't say short episode of cinespection today um but it, it, it will is it be, is short but it, it will be, be short. this is how cinespection is going to be going forward allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> until ryan comes on the show again and then yeah ryan and Amanda come back and yeah and, yeah. and you and i start going on tangents again we had which haven't done that in a while we, we've been yeah. pretty restrained um, but let's get to batteries first, because I, I think John, that's the one you suggested. Uh, I think I think it's easy to say it's the superior one out of the two, but I will not admit it because I have a special place in my heart for mannequin. So John, go for it. Yeah. So batteries not included. I remember uh, watching this like as a kid. Uh, it actually came out the year I was born, um, but I remember it being on like Disney Channel or, or, or something like that. Uh, and the reason this movie even came back into my head was a couple of years ago, I was at work and I was like thinking of like my brave little toaster and stuff like that. Right. Uh, and this movie kind of like touches on that, but it's aliens. Um, are they though? Like, well, I don't know what they are. I don't know. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And they don't really, the thing that's nice about this movie is you don't really need to know it. No. Uh, like it doesn't matter. Um, at all. Doesn't matter at all. Like it's just, it's not about that. Here is the main the main characters of the movie. There's one more missing who is like a boxer um, right. who uh, like he's very quiet and and reserved. Um, what a what a presence of that guy just smiling and it, like on that. He perfect. doesn't talk, but you can tell what he's thinking. I, I don't know how to explain it, but he's really good. He's really yeah. Good. Everybody and else is, but I mean, he's not in the picture, so that's why he came up. Yeah. This whole this whole thing came up because a couple of years ago I was at work and and one other person out of the entire you know I worked at a company at that time I was on an engineering team that was like probably fifteen or twenty people and one other person had seen this movie um, and then like so every once in a while it'll pop up it's on HBO Max by the way uh, if you want to watch it I I think Gabe and I both recommend you, you go should. out and watch it yeah you should watch it yeah. Um, but nobody's ever heard of this movie. And the, the funny thing about it is, is when we were looking through the IMDb stuff on it, um, Steven Spielberg was like associated with the, the movie to like get it into a movie. Originally, they wanted to make it like a TV show or a miniseries or something amazing, like that. He was, it was going to be an amazing story from yeah. Amazing Stories. And he was like, no, this is too good for that. Written by at least one of the credited writers. I don't know if you noticed this. Brad Bird. No, I didn't from, notice that. From The Incredibles and uh, Tomorrowland and uh, Mission Impossible uh, Ghost Protocol and, you know. It, it, it is a quintessential 80s movie. It has all of the things about the 80s. And both these movies have these, like, 80s tropes in it, which is what makes them so lovable. Um, I do think it is superior to Mannequin. But Mannequin does, it does have some charm to the movie, right? It we'll is very it, much, yeah. yeah, we'll get to it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree. What did you think about 
how it, it handled aliens versus something like E.T.? I think it's pretty similar to E.T. I think in some ways it's pretty similar to E.T., but it's not really about the aliens. Um, like, the aliens are cute and they fly around. And but uh, and by the way, we're keeping it spoiler-free because we're telling you to go watch these films. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, you're going to have some a fun time. Like, they're not going to be... You know, Thanos is not going to snap hum half of humanity out of existence. You know, it's not what you're going to watch. It's just going to be a fun time. Um, but uh, I think I think it's about a group of you know oddballs, a group of people that are having trouble fitting in, uh, a pregnant woman that feels uh, has a really low self-esteem because her it seems it's 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 only hinted at, but the guy the child's father is kind of like a douchebag. It's about an artist who has a girlfriend who's annoyed at him. It's about a, a, a couple that, you know, are getting old and, and you know, she has dementia. Yeah. That. She has dementia. Um, it's about a boxer that just doesn't speak anymore. He's lost security. Um, he just lost his, um, you know. Um, his will to fight almost. Yeah, you would yes, say exactly. like, you know, he's lost his will to fight. Right. And in that sense, I mean, you can tell where their arcs are going. Um, obviously, but it, it's not about like whether it's predictable or not, because of course it's predictable as hell, and so is yeah, Manacle. Well, but yeah. like, it's super predictable. You know where they're going, but it's fine because you wanna you wanna be with those guys. I just I, the first five minutes, they do such a good job of setting up who these people are. Five yep. ten minutes, they're just like old people, like in their restaurant. It just right. It just it puts well, you right in there in their in their heads. There's another movie that uses the same premise. Um, I can't remember if it's up or if it's one of those, but where it's like this big corporation's coming in and they want to buy this one last little piece of land. And like, so that's the premise of the movie is that this big corporation is trying to move into Brooklyn, I believe. And they want to take this one last apartment building, which is from the, the early, like the twenties or thirties. Um, yeah, there's get, another movie. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember and which you, one it is. Yeah. I think it's up. Um, but anyway, you you get you get all of this within what I love about this movie is it sets up the plot. Well, everything I just told you is set up within like 10 minutes of the movie. Like even the opening sequence, and this goes back to a lot of what um I think the 80s did right, uh, especially with opening sequences, is like in the opening sequence, it's old pictures and it like shows the beginning of this building to like and then it you know like eventually fades into like where it is now which it's kind of falling apart and it's a little bit dilapidated and you know the the people living there are you know just kind of uh, they're they're disconnected like nobody in this building is friends um that whole group of people that we showed they're not involved in each other's lives and they're lonely. Um, they're yeah, lonely. they are. They're like, all lonely people, lonely and that's people. the common denominator yeah. in this movie. Right, right. Lonely people struggling with their place in this world that's changing around them. You know, like it just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's about the people. And then you know, the the tiny robots show up, um, and 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 you know, it becomes about their journey with them. But it's about who they are, and and it just does it so well. Like it's not—it's not an action movie. You're not gonna get like you know bullets or explosions or you know nothing. Um, it's just about moments and them being with these little uh, uh, things and interacting and a, a pretty pretty sweet villain. Um, yeah, well, I felt like he, that guy was pretty good. Um, yeah, well, because you you um, without getting into it too much, like you feel 
for him. Right. Yes, he has an like, arc. You, like you, yeah, he has, he a has a great arc. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is, yeah. which I feel like is that's something that's been lost once again. Like the villain doesn't really have like there is an overall like big corporation villainy, right? But like the main villain that moves the plot forward, um, they make you feel for this guy. They uh, do, yeah. And in a way that these days they would make it overly like um in your face. Like these days would be like, this guy's not so bad. And you have to like know that he's not so bad. So they give him a, a mom and, a, you know, something like something. Yeah. And here it's just hinted at like he has a past. He has a situation. He has a problem. Mm-hmm. Something happened to him. But it's just hinted at and, and, and it just lets you fill it out. And it's filled with a good performance. By, I looked it up. The actor died tragically two years after this movie was released. Wow. Um, yeah. And, 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 and he's pretty great in the role. I mean, I would have, I wouldn't have minded seeing him in other things. I think he was pretty good. And, and he's not a villain with, um, uh, with a heart of gold, with a heart of gold or anything, but he's pretty good. Yeah. Hey dives, dives is watching us talking nice. about batteries, not included. Um, and if you haven't watched this, you have to watch it dives. We, so, we, I feel like this is a movie you would appreciate. You, you like heartfelt movies. If you, like I said, if you like to, Here's the thing. If you like Toy Story, you're probably going to like this movie. I know that sounds like a weird jump, but it's the same like <laughs> yeah. it's the same like pull on your heartstrings type movie, and it does a e. it does meets such Toy Story. Story. Yeah. yeah. You've seen Mannequin. Oh, we'll get to Mannequin in a minute. Yeah, um, we're we're about to get to Mannequin. Yeah. Um and, you know, one thing that I will say is this probably isn't a kids movie, right? Like um yeah, I think when I watched it as a kid, there were definitely scenes that scared me. Uh, and I didn't really understand. Like, as a kid, I watched it, and I kind of, like, got the, the heartfelt moments from, like, the little robots that are so cute. But I didn't understand, yeah. like, the broader theme of, like, these people coming together and what brought them together. Um, but as an adult, yeah. like, going back and watching it. This is, I think, I think that would be an issue for the movie because it's not really for anyone. Um it's not for kids because besides the cute little robots, the kids might be sort of confused. And we were, what we were discussing offline right before we, we, we started uh, streaming was um, the characters, like they're a bunch of old people, a pregnant lady, a failed artist who's not really heroic or anything. He's just like a, like a guy, a, a guy that doesn't speak. Like they're not immediately heroes or, or guys that you can relate to or anything like that. It's just people. Right, they're just people, and I think many audiences would struggle with characters like that. It, it, it was it was a big big gamble. Um, I, I, I think the movie did okay. I think it did like it performed like sixty five million bucks on yeah. a twenty five yeah. million budget, so probably probably made a profit, a small one, but it probably didn't you know profited. And I, I don't think they were expecting more than that, or you know they could have. I could have easily seen this being like an eighties uh, ET. Because ET yeah. came out what seventy nine, I think. So it was it was very Spielberg, very ET. It felt um, very Spielberg. Like if you it, watch it, 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 the direction yeah. style and everything, felt very Spielberg. It had that very like the same camera movements, the 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 same color tones, everything like that. It felt very. It felt great very special Spielberg. effects. Great yeah. special effects too. Like I was surprised. It looks. I mean, of course, it doesn't look like Thanos, and you know, but like it looks pretty good. You know, yeah. it, it, it's. It the, the 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 little things look really good. They were huge. I, I think they had around. to like paint them on the cellophane back then. 
Like this is like the same time as like uh, Who Framed Roger, Roger Rabbit, where they actually went through like frame by frame and like painted it in. So yeah, like probably. I think. So, you know, um, did you have any issues with the movie? Like, uh, what anything glaring about this movie that you'd be like, oh, this was annoying? I don't think so. I mean, besides what I said about um, it not being appealing to everyone, yeah, um, I I wouldn't change anything. Like, I think it's not too long. Um, it it flows well. It's uh, it's entertaining. It's funny. Yep. I mean, it's it's a definite like if you're looking for that kind of movie, for sure, go watch it. Like for sure. But it, yeah, I, I think it's quintessential eighties. I think everything about yeah. it is quintessential eighties. I think that when we're listing all of these movies, like The Breakfast Club and, and Back to the Future and things like that. I'm, I, I mean, nobody's heard of this movie, but it, it it ranks in there. It's good. It's a good watch. Like it it has all of the pieces of a great film. And it's kind of sad that like I bring it up and nobody's ever seen this movie. I know. I had I I've never heard of it before you brought it up. Never yeah. in my life. Like I had no idea. And then I saw the poster and I was like, this looks like kind of like ET. And I mean, it is. Yeah. Um. But but not in a bad way or anything. Um, no, I thought it was great. Yeah. And Go I hope watch it. Watch it. Yeah, go, go, go watch, watch it. it. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, have some fun. You know, it, you won't have like a you know a movie that'll give you a history of you know race or or you know or or, or poverty or nothing. It's just a just a movie about some people and some magical robots. Um, Great popcorn. That, that, that's all you need sometimes. And in our case, you know, we're old. You're older, um, so why not, right? Uh, the second movie, I feel like we might talk a bit more about because yeah. John, I feel like you didn't like it. <laughs> so tell me. Like, no, I so this is Mannequin, a movie, by the way. Mannequin. Yeah, we're going to talk about another 1987 movie, Mannequin. Right. Yeah, Both look at that games. poster. That's a fun poster. Like that's a cool poster. No. Better robots and small soldiers. Yes, it is much better than. Oh, who said that? I, oh, I was dives. just looking at the oh dives. Better robots than small soldiers. I yeah. don't like small soldiers. I, I remember watching as a kid. I did not like it. I think it's much better, Dives, because it's a feel good movie. It's a it's yeah, a it, feel good eternally movie. better, like miles, miles better. It's just small soldiers is more probably more action packed, and you know, but it's I I think it's way better, way way better. Um, but mannequin, John. Mannequin. What do you think about so, that poster? There were there were a lot of things about it that I I actually did like. Okay, um, <laughs> and there were a lot of things about it that I didn't like, uh, and, and a lot of things about it that I'm still like, huh? Um, yeah. You know, and all of that being said, I think that it's, it's another '80s movie. Like, I I do think that it's quintessential. Not gonna. The only problem that I really had with with us reviewing this. Was it was like impossible to find? To be honest, I ended up having the. I <laughs> Wait, bought it. Wait, told you to be. No, Tubi only has the second one. There is a second one, evidently. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. That one's actually pretty bad. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, not that this one's good, but. <laughs> yeah, the only place that I could find Mannequin, just so everybody knows, I'd like to tell you where we can watch these movies. I was able to find it on the Microsoft Video Store, um, oh. and, and you can buy it for like ten bucks, and that's where I was able to buy it. Um, so now I have oh, another God. account that I'm storing movies in besides Apple and Microsoft oh, and everything God, I'm else. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so I did. I bought it. So I, I, I will actually likely watch it again. 
to be yes. completely honest, because it's yes, just a random you, 80s movie. Did um, you watch it with Monica? Monica's. Uh, she watched part of it there. with me because she was like working and I, I was watching it. Right, Rachel was exactly the same, but but yeah. it was she had fun like with what she watched, she enjoyed. It. I mean, Monica I just kind of laughed and was like, "This is what you're watching," and I was like, "Yeah, you know, <laughs> like, even I just watch random movies." Like, <laughs> yeah, this is the kind of movies that we watch for the show. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it, it is a romantic comedy, right? Um, I would put it more in the comedy section than romance section, although like. For the 1980s, uh, it's interesting. There's a lot. They get a lot. I, I said this to Gabe. I when I texted him, I was like, they get a lot away with a lot for a PG movie. And I didn't say PG 13. I said PG. Like if this movie were to be remade today, it would 100% be PG 13. There's not like a doubt in my mind about it because no. there's like sex scenes in it and and uh, a guy having a problem with an erection at one point. And, <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, this movie's awesome! I haven't, I, I have blocked it out of my mind. And for those who don't know, uh, this movie is about uh, a guy who uh, creates a mannequin, mm-hmm. um, and then the and mannequin one of his odd jobs. Yeah, in one of his yeah, he has many jobs. He keeps being fired because he is too artistic or too like uh, naive. I would say right. He's yeah. like Ooh, he doesn't know what's going on, so he's fired and fired and fired from his jobs. And then but but. He's actually fired because he built that mannequin instead of just building random mannequins. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the mannequin comes to life only for him, only at night. Um, and it's just a story about them, you know. There's the security officer with a cute little dog, like who's chasing from Police them. Academy, by the way. Oh, I, I've never seen Police Academy. So. Oh, it's a, that's a wonderful comedy from the 1980s that we should watch. Police Academy. Uh, he's from Police Academy. Um, one thing I, I do want to jump in here. This is an all-star cast. This is, yes. it truthfully is an all-star cast. Ultron himself. Um, who? James Spader. Ultron oh, himself. Spader. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. James, James Spader. Spader is in it. And he somehow he's already losing his hair in 1987. Yes. Like but he had a normal voice. He didn't develop like the, I'm going to murder yeah. you voice until way later. Probably a lot of booze and cigarettes. I don't know, you know. Yeah, the, um, the Pacino diet. Um, yeah. <laughs> exactly, the Pacino diet. Yeah, Kim Cattrall is, Kim is Cattrall. the mannequin. Yep. Uh, Andrew McCarthy is the, um, the, the guy. Main. Yeah, um, Jonathan Switcher. And then uh, there's a character called Hollywood who is really close to stealing the movie. I he's honestly, awesome. he was my favorite part of the movie. Hollywood he's, is my he's favorite. Hilarious. Part of the movie. He he's comes hilarious. He's hilarious. Yeah. And also, <laughs> a little edgy for 1987, right? Um, this was like the beginning of like the coming out and like yeah. everything like that. And like this guy is out. Like it's it's very like they don't they don't hold back. Um, in typical he's 80s close. fashion, like yeah, people kind of are making fun of him. Um, and, and looking down on this guy. Um, what I do like is that the main character has no issues with this guy, Hollywood. No, like the, he's you just know, his friend. Yeah, they're friends. And Hollywood keeps like kind of like saying things that kind of like flirting, but not flirting with him. Yeah, but he just takes it like, oh yeah, my friend Hollywood just saying you know stuff. And 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 I mean, and I don't want to get the into... only one that doesn't think he's crazy. Yes, he's the only one that kind of understands him and tries to help and. He he takes he mostly takes this movie because he's just very entertaining, 
um, like uh, it's never done in a like because uh, right now, I mean, that's another thing with eighties too. Right now, right now there would be this whole thing about you know probably discrimination, homophobia, and this movie just people treat him normally. Nobody, yeah, you know. nobody thinks anything of him. He's just the guy who decorates the mannequins and like um, just the guy, you know, yeah. It 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 does a lot without doing a lot, right? Like the the yeah. movie doesn't try to do it, and, and it does handle that whole situation well. Especially you have to take a lot of these movies that we talk about in context, right? Like it's it's nineteen eighty seven. Like uh, we're we're dealing with these issues in twenty twenty one, and society is barely handling it. Let alone what they were, uh, you know, thirty four years ago, thirty three years ago. Um, Your age, yeah, my age. So, Kim. Kim Cattrall, she does a great, great job. Actually, that was the thing that, like, when Monica sat down and I'm like, oh, yeah, look, Kim Cattrall's in this. And she was like, well, that's who that is? Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, this is long, 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 long before Sex in the City, right? Like, this is, like, 15 years, I think, 10, 15 years before Sex in the City. Yeah, probably. Yeah, she was, uh, she was also in Big Trouble in Little China. Mm -hmm. Right. This, this was her moment in the 80s and rising star because she has that abnormal amount of charisma. Yeah. Um, her acting, the way she acts completely changed as she got older. Right. Like you see her in Sex and the City and later films, she's just like the grumpy lady. Here, she's just super hopeful and cheerful and nice. And, you know, like, like she hints at like, it's just that's the thing with this movie. I didn't remember how like self-aware it was because it starts like in ancient Egypt. And and it's like uh, ancient Egypt, and they don't even give you a year, I think, and they're like right it, before lunch or something. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> I mean, like... <laughs> it, in, in some ways, it tries to use the Robin Hood's men in tights, right? Yes, it, yes. It's almost Mel Brooksy in the way yeah. that it it comes off. And matter of fact, if you look at this movie, it has a lot of those same like 1980s Mel Brooks type feel to it, Blazing Saddles. Robin Hood Men in Tights. Um, yes. A lot of the same jokes. Dracula. A lot of the same. Yeah. Did you, dead but loving it. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> it's, it, well, what I love, what I actually did like about it too, like since we're on what I, I really like, was that it does, it, it does uh, make fun of itself. It does. It's very self-aware, like you said. Um, but it, but it really does fit in with those other movies, right? Of the time where they kind of were more self-aware. Like, you know, you, you watch Blazing Saddles and it's just like still to this day hilarious and a lot of people don't like it. And there's a lot of things about it not to like. Um, still a, a really funny movie, uh, but they don't take itself self too seriously. But never, never. Like she hints at dating Christopher Columbus. Um, yeah. Oh, and, and Leonardo da Vinci. Hang on. No, that Michelangelo was gay. Or Ma Michelangelo was gay and dating a guy named David. David, yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. But she even, like, I don't know if this was intentional or not, but she's like, yeah, I was dating this guy named Christopher Columbus. And one day I told him that the earth was round. And they had never heard of it. Again. And it's like, but Christopher Columbus, like, it, it just, I don't know. It just feels like. I don't know. It, it's 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 not doing anything like serious. Just like throwing shit in there, and, and you know, and, and and it's fine because you're like, you know what? I think if in the first fifteen minutes you're into it, you're into it. Like yeah. that's the thing. Like people might be too annoyed because it's too dumb, 
Uh, and we'll yeah. get to your negatives in a minute. I, I didn't have any negatives. I just, I think I thought it wouldn't hold up because I saw it as a kid. I saw the second one. The second one is really, really bad. And even as a kid, I was just like, yeah, this is not good. Um, I don't know how but, they can make a second movie, but. Well, it's a completely different cast except oh. for Hollywood. Hollywood's the only one that comes back. Um, and I think the guy from the warehouse at the end, no spoilers, but that guy yeah. comes back. But other than that, like nobody else comes back. It's a new character, new reason why a woman becomes a mannequin. It's just completely different. Um, there's a sword fight, I think. That's what I remember. I, 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 whatever. But yeah, it's it's um, it's just it, it's it's fun for what it is. It's not gonna win any awards. It's not gonna like it's it's way more forgettable than um what we were just talking about then the batteries not included yeah but but to me it was enough what, what what were your negatives john um my only negatives were just like there were some cringy moments like there are definitely cringy moments and it, it's not necessarily because it was bad it, i matter of fact i think that most of the the cringe factor was like tongue-in-cheek it was meant yeah. to be like making fun of itself but in some ways that makes the movie a little bit too silly like it, yeah. it just goes over the top in certain moments. Um, like her, the, uh, I, I, what would you call the, her coworker, the ex-girlfriend's coworker? I call them like a, a non-distinct European accent. That's, that's super <laughs> trashy. Like, um, I, I don't know. Right. Like, I know. I, what is the ex-girlfriend there for? At, like, She's not a good plot device at all, honestly. What is she there for? What is the the, the erectile dysfunction scene there for? It it's just I don't know. It I just happens. Know. What is yeah. that guy in there for? The 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 the, the guy who, you know whose wee wee doesn't work. Like I don't know. What are, what are those things? It's just I feel like they had the premise and they were like, oh shit! Like this yeah. is like you know forty five minutes long. So let's just come up with these. But it's fine because it doesn't. Like you're never like, why am I watching this? You're really like, okay, I guess that guy it has all this function. It is a movie that I can definitely say you can put on like if you're folding laundry or something like yes. that. Yes. This is the type of movie that you put on in the background. Yes. Right. Like yes. um batteries not included, I think takes a little bit more of like you actually watching it. Like you can oh, do sure. something similar, yeah. but it, it's yeah. definitely a lot better to actually focus on. This is definitely a yeah. background movie where you you'll get a good chuckle every once in a while. The villain, you know, to, to talk on the villain that was like what his ex girlfriend, the European guy, the the overall thing in both these movies is like big corporate greed is what like is the problem here, you know, <laughs> very like eighties thing, like you watch RoboCop, like all those movies was Wall all about Street, like corporations, yeah, yeah. Wall, Street. Wall Street, you know, yes, yes, greed yeah. is good. Um, well, greed is bad though, but yeah. Right, they were like, like oh, the evil businessmen. And that's why, like, you know, shows like Stranger Things kind of like, you know, are trying to do a bit of that in their own yeah. way, you know, with the mayor, like, powerful is bad. And, you know, like the secret lab is always evil. And, you know, it's it's uh, those tropes. And these movies are like clear testament of what people were thinking. I mean, these are the, the movies 80s. that created those tropes, you know? Yes, um, yes, yes. And to, to just go back to this, this is what made the 80s great. These types of movies, they were never too serious. And, you know, um, you you look at them and you go back and you watch them. And if you're expecting anything more out of them, I'm sorry. Like, you're not going to get anything more out of them. There is no, like, 
you know, as a film student, you're not going to watch these movies and be like, this is what I aspire for, you know, in my film. Yeah, career. Like, no, no, not at not. all. Like, I mean, Batteries Not Included, I think, was a great, I mean, it was a pretty good first movie for Brad Bird. Like, it was yeah. the first movie he wrote. And I think it, it, because you could tell that the man knows how to write decent characters. And he's yeah. been writing genre characters his whole career, you know, like just sci fi people. Like, I don't know if you've seen uh, Tomorrowland, but I love that movie. I, yeah, I feel I like have. people don't. Yeah, I, I love that movie. We should talk about it one day um, because it's it's definitely underrated. Um, yeah. I think it doesn't come together in the end, and that's why people come out of it, like, kind of, like, thinking it wasn't that good. But it's 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 ultimate. Anyway, we're not talking about Tomorrowland. But, um, I mean, Mannequin is just somebody was, like, had an idea about a mannequin coming to life, and they were just like, yeah, I mean, write 90 pages about that. And it's just so, you know. And you, they, they, and you see that these plot devices are used later, uh, you know, way down the road, when, um, A Night at the Museum and, and stuff like that, where it's, like, you know, only this one person can see this. I mean, I think there was like a whole Disney Channel thing where this type thing is is going on, right? Like the only yeah. kids can see this. Um, well, that was what's fun also about the '80s. Like, you know, ET only the kids knew who who ET mm -hmm. was until the very end, and you know, only it, this is our secret. You know, like is this, you know only the kids can see Pennywise. You know, this yeah. thing of like on, only I can do it. So here, only he can see her. You know, Hollywood kind of like sees that something's well, going on, but he's even like, my friend, I believe. At first, at first, it's only the old lady, right? Like the, the yes. lady with dementia, and yes. nobody believed. They're like, nobody she's like throwing her. around bolts, and they're just like, "What is she? She's lost it." Like he starts actually trying to call the like the the home to put her away in because he thinks that she's finally like lost her her mind. Yes. Um, and actually, so, I mean, I don't know if you noticed this, but when they come back her mind starts coming back. Like yeah. she starts like knowing what's going on until the end where, I mean, no spoilers, but like she understands what happened. Yeah. She, fully. she comes full circle and she remembers comes everything. full circles. Yeah. I know it's, it's, it's such a good art. I, I, that's a beautiful little movie. I mean, look, I mean, it's just my, my mind lives in the eighties sometimes. Like I don't want to seem pretentious or anything at all. These are still like popcorn movies, you know, but I'd rather watch this than watch like uh, you know many of the modern movies where I just feel like they're talking down to me. Like, yeah. I feel like modern movies are just kind of like preaching, um, you know, and 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 and, and kind of like showing you how aware they are that this is an analogy for something. Like you know, and I felt like the worst with like uh, us, Jordan Peele's Us, um, which Get Out. I think he, you know, had a pretty clear message and it came across yeah, really did. really yeah. well. In us, I think the message was something about poverty or class or something, but it just didn't come across. And I feel like he made that movie. He was like, "I'm gonna make a movie that preaches about class and and you know social status and whatever." And then he turned that into a movie. Um, but he was trying to preach you, uh, yeah, because he did so well with Get Out. I mean, all the power to him. Us is a decent movie. I I, I didn't love it, but it's it, it's just an example that came to my mind. But, but it, this, what's funny these is movies these are just movies. Have to try. These they movies don't, don't have to try for any of that. And no, what's funny they, is they kind of achieve it in their own way without having to try for it, right? Like, right. Um, I mean, you could you could find analogies to these movies. Like, you could find analogies, you know, about the same thing as us. You know, poverty and class and the evil businessman and 
evil banks and whatever. Like you can find all that or getting old and losing your mind. You know, you don't see the father, I think, the, the one that was just nominated for Best Picture and Anthony Hopkins won, but it's about an old man losing his mind. And it's of course taking 20,000 degrees more complication and, and drama, but but this one's about the same theme. It just, it, it just doesn't feel like it's talking down to me. And that is, that is to me what sometimes modern films kind of like have too much of. Wonder Woman beating you over the head. Yeah, it's Wonder Woman eighty four. Like, we get like, it. look, like the villain is like this guy. It's an evil Trump guy who you know is beat by the power of truth, and it's just like I know I, I I've seen the news. I mean, I always bring this up. I think it's like twenty times brought up. These movies are not like that. Like Back to the Future is not like that. You know, it's just even Star Wars was not like that. Like I don't want to get into the Star Wars discussion about what Disney did with them or didn't do with them, but like. Star Wars was just a movie about the spaceship and a guy that finds a little robot and follows a robot and a wizard to a spaceship, you know, and then defeats some evil guy with a mask, you know? And now, you know, there's this whole, like, set of analogies that they try to put into these modern uh, Star Wars movies. And it's just like, you don't need that. Just no. make it fun. Have fun with the movie. Make it Make it fun. You don't have to teach me something. You have to yeah. entertain me. And then right. in conclusion, like that's what we're telling you to do. Go watch these movies. Like they do have some really great plot lines. Like they yeah. do like both serve their purpose. Um and and you know, just watch them. Like give these movies a shot because I, I'm guaranteeing most people have never seen this. Most people have never heard of some of these movies that we're going to be talking about for the next couple of weeks. And I, I'm really excited to like dig into it more. Yes. Well, that's what we do here. I think, John, we haven't seen a bad, bad movie in a while. Yeah. Um, like we need to watch, uh, you know, Batman and Robin or, you know, something like that, uh, that, that, that level one of these days. Um, next week we were going to be talking about the last Starfighter. John hasn't seen it. I just saw it for the first time in the weekend and I love it. Um, and I can't wait to talk about it with you, John. Um, so be we'll be back next week. Um, we'll be right here. Our schedule is Mondays at 8.30 Eastern time, even though I sometimes forget to put it on the, <laughs> the tweets. But um, I, I'll try not to do that anymore. Um, but uh, this has been short Cinespection, which means Cinespection from now on is just short stuff. Um, you can find us at Cinespection. We do polls of what we're going to watch next. We won't do it. We won't do it uh, this week because we already picked what we're watching. But I think next week we might do it again, John. Yeah, I think we're going to poll again. Yeah, some bad movies here and there. Um, and you can find John at Joe Firth right there um, on Twitter, and me at Film Opinionitis everywhere: Twitter, Facebook, and on my blog. I just wrote a really nice article about the first Harry Potter movie. So you should go check that out because it's pretty good. And it's 39 minutes. So we got to say goodbye, John. This has been Cinespection, and we will see you next week. Bye, guys.